max, 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 max. You have to eat a lot of crow this weekend. And the prophecy you know has what? been fulfilled. The prophecy has been fulfilled, the pro finally. The prophecy has been fulfilled, but I don't think I have to eat any crow, though. I think One thing, I still have my list. arguments. I'll I'll give some to Barry Baker. I gotta be honest, he made it happen. And I mean I mean Fenn made it happen, but Barry was obviously a part of it. Uh, I I I'll take some back, but I don't I'm not eating any crow though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, just like my daughter and my wife. They're never wrong. Never, ever, ever wrong. But anyway, you know what? We got to talk about that. We got some RC yeah. news to talk about, but first we have to drop that intro. indeed nitro is the glory but e-buggy pays the bills there was no nothing e-buggy anything at all e-buggy about anything this weekend because it's all about nitro um let's just get that out of the way right there off the bat welcome to episode number 178 of the no name rc podcast i'm your host kina white aka lefty the great and we got the arrogant homeless one arrogant max what's up maxi you're home i don't really know which one of my nicknames would be better like arrogant one or homeless one both sound pretty negative <laughs> but yeah i'm at, at i'm at my parents place uh this time recording so it's been yeah, a while you went home for the weekend here. yeah i went home for the weekend i've uh, been chilling out having a good time my parents so yeah okay. nice it's nice, been good nice. recently i mean we had a lot of racing we had races in italy in spain in america yep. obviously yep. so yeah it's been a good weekend for us yeah all right um we didn't really do anything this weekend i know we planned on doing something um but he was kind of like i'm chilling with my family and i kind of was chilling with my family but i was watching the nets and you know yeah. like my wife had things to do so she went and did it and then i had to watch my kids while i watched the nets for oh, my son he's pretty easy to watch uh but i sat down and watched these nationals from thursday to 11 o'clock last night that's what time the last that's what time the main finished so it was good but um before we go on any further 
I'd like to say some thank yous and I'd like to say shout out and thank you to all of the NNRC squad around the world. We can't do it without you guys. Thank you guys for all the continued support. Uh, whether you're downloading, you're hitting those like buttons, you're sharing our stuff. Uh, please continue to do that. Leave reviews, uh, help the podcast get out into the stratosphere, out into the algorithm and uh, get us out there. Uh, more people, it's, it's pretty cool to see more people are discovering the podcast. And um, yeah, we need this to go viral. I, I, there's gotta be more, there's gotta be 10,000 plus people out there racing eight scale cars that wanna geek out on it. You know, I know a lot, probably them speak, a lot of them speak English. All right, uh, so thank you to all the NNRC squad. Also shout out to the patrons of the podcast. You guys will get our early release this week as well. You got a patron only podcast with JQ and I, and we tell the peanut butter cup story. So if you want to hear the peanut butter cup story and you want to hear JQ being all pissy and not happy, even more unhappy than he was the other day on the live, then go check that out. And uh, we greatly appreciate any, uh, everybody's support that uh, goes into Patreon and helps uh, keep things going. It wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do the podcast without that. So thank you. If you wish to be a patron, there's a link in the written description of this podcast. Check it out. Also, we have some awesome companies that sponsor us and choose to use uh, the podcast as a great platform to advertise. They are Invisible Speed. Uh, that book is getting great reviews and people are now starting to catch on to the online course. Check them out. The online course is now in Spanish as well. I think translated by Robert Battier. So you can get the online course there and the book and the online course is just a bit more in depth with videos and a little bit more, you know, JQ explaining things. It has its own Discord channel. And uh, they do have lives with top drivers like Robert Badier, David Ronafalk. Uh, they've had Kyle McBride, I believe Cole Ogden as well. Mm -hmm. And the 10 scale touring car will have a whole bunch of stuff with the Dr. Alexander Hagberg. So check that out. It's really a great piece of equipment for people, I think. And people should get on it especially the online course shout out to tzo tires good to have them on as an associate sponsor this year tzo 200 tires my good friend nick hernandez who i will see this weekend because they are he's coming over for rcgp uh they are the tzo tire uh they are the brand what's um control tire control, control tire, tire for, RCGP. for the entire yeah. rcgp rc2 series and so congratulations to them they made a big splash at DNC. High Tech RC, thank you to High Tech for all their support. They are the one of the companies that are helping me get to races this year. I think the next race that I'm going with High Tech will be Silver State. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, check out High Tech RC. TNR Fuels, uh, man, Chris Nelson's been everywhere. He was at the Nats this year. He TQ'd the Nats, mm -hmm. the 40 plus Nats this year. So, but he didn't, he was not unable to win them, but congratulations on the TQ. Beach RC, congratulations to Brent, Ultimate Racing. They are national champions. Dakota Fenn is a Truggy and um, Truggy and Buggy national champion using Ultimate Engines and his Nitro Flux, Nitro Lux Fuel. So I know Brent is happy about that. Congrats. And the, he's a Beach RC driver as well. So congratulations to Beach RC. Brent, I will be seeing him and Lucas this week too. I'm looking forward to seeing Lucas as well. Uh, Techno RC, not the weekend they wanted this weekend. They wanted a better weekend, but some some promise there. Uh, Seth and Dayton looking very fast out there, but we'll talk about that. But, you know, shout out to Techno RC. Uh, I had Tebow on as my winner, and I thought he was going to be able to do it, but, yeah. he you looked know, good, unfortunately. But then, it, yeah. yeah, it is what it we'll is, talk. but he looked good at the start. He had a good Yes, moment he did. Yes, he did. 
Uh, shout out to the Mayako guys. We'll get to see a whole bunch of Mayako guys here at RCGP. That's going to be good. My Mayako family and JQSM. G-Spec RC tuning for all your cabling needs. Papa release traction tonic for all your traction needs. Longtime sponsor of the podcast. Thank you to Scooter. The Racecraft USA boys. Hey, flamingos for everybody. Get pitted with the command module. Check them out. Clinic RC, Tony went up and raised some carpet this weekend. Astro, sorry, or carpet with uh, Brock Champlin and his buddies new track. Look badass. Check them out. Get your, uh, your your turn buckles and all your your filters. RCGP, which I will be a part of this weekend, which I'm looking forward to. House of RC, which you can watch RCGP through the media pack. JTP RC, unfortunately for Teebs, it wasn't a weekend that he wanted and um, I see the DR race shop had a race this weekend as well, and at uh, David Ronafalk's race, and that's his DR race shop. So thank you to all those guys. And RC Kevin. RC Kevin was really busy. He was at the Nationals this past weekend. All his videos were in French, but he said he was gonna. He had a couple in English. So, yeah. Uh, thank you to all those awesome companies. If you guys wish to show them support, you can. There are links for the links in the written description of this podcast there's coupon codes there's affiliate links we got a little slice it helps us out please everybody help those out show the sponsors some love shows the podcast some love all right max um i don't really have nothing else to talk about i think we should just go right into rc news and yeah, we have um, a lot of stuff to go yeah yeah because we have a few things <laughs> to go about so this week's rc news is brought to you by high tech rc they have launched their new low profile low profile servo for 10 scale two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive vehicles high tech is excited to announce their latest db series brushless servo the high performance low profile db 778 wp is manufactured with the high technology industrial servo innovation the DB878-778WP's design and premium quality construction was built for demanding commercial applications, yet its superior torque also makes it the perfect hobby servo for one-tenth two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive off-road buggies and touring cars. Engineered with ultra-efficient brushless motors, the high-resolution digital circuits, hardened steel gears and an all aluminum ip negative 67 rated waterproof case the db 778 wp excels when pushed to the limits on ultra high ultra high bike carpet or clay tracks take on the competition and drive hard knowing you are backed by high tech's two-year warranty they have a two-year warranty on their servers everybody which affords you the added protection you deserve and invest in the best with high tech that's a long tongue-twisting ad read, and I did yeah, practice it I a little bit, but I got it I wrong. Was, I was thinking, like, do you have any clue what you were reading at one point? But, <laughs> but yeah, but for the listeners, I, those are good servers. And the two-year sort of guarantee tells you a lot. Yeah, yeah. high-tech serious about racing. Serious about racing. Yeah. Uh, and they and do, thank you. They ha- they're proud of what they do, you know? Yeah, and since, since 1973, so check them out. Mm-hmm. Also, this part of the podcast is brought to you by Lugs Racing. Lugs Racing has over 55 years of combined RC experience. They have been testing treads, wheels, and rubber for performance. They have the Econ line of tires that were developed with racing budgets in mind. High quality, but lower cost means that savings can be sent on to you, the racer. Check out their more premium style racing tires, the TQs and Protos made using Lugs custom molds and proprietary rubber compounds. Tires are available in medium, soft, super soft, mega soft, and long wear. You can find them at www.lugsracing.com. 
Use the promo code NNRCLUGS in all caps and you'll save 25% off your order. And Lugs was a big sponsor of this race that we're going to talk about today. But before we get to talking about the Nats, we have a few things I wanted to talk about uh, that I watched in the news. So they raced in Italy this past weekend. And I see that yeah. Boots beat Angaro, who, who I thought had COVID, but apparently I found out that his parents that have COVID, that's why he will not be able to attend RCGP, unfortunately, because he doesn't have anybody to fly with. And he beat Barufalo. So here we are. He was wondering what's going on with Boots the other day. You know what I mean? What's going on? He hasn't, you know, got a new baby, beautiful little uh, baby girl. Congratulations to him and yeah. Frederica. But he comes out and he beats two of the best in Italy. In Italy, is where, where, what track was this at? This at Max? Do you know? I'm not sure. Actually, I wanted to look that up, but I tried to looking it up, and I was not sure. It was, but it, it wasn't a national race. It was the warm up for a national race. Oh, okay. It was just one a week. Yeah, the one week back actually, they had a race where. Ungaro actually won. That was the first round, I believe, of the Italian mm -hmm. national. Mm -hmm. So Ungaro won that, but Polito and Berton both were leading the race and both had issues. I think Berton okay. had a flame out. Polito, I don't know what happened to him. So Ungaro kind of got lucky that time around. Um, this time, finished in second. Boots seemed, looking at the times, he seemed rather dominant. So uh, surprising to be honest since boots hasn't had the best of luck recently he hasn't raced too much i mean he was fast at montpellier just mm -hmm. a really bad luck with the wet semi but uh wet yeah the wet semi actually because they didn't ever run to final but yeah i think boots is a sort of a question mark to be honest but this result is promising mm -hmm. i gotta be honest though ongaro is definitely struggling hearing for from people who are in italy mm -hmm. uh who have talked with people around that italian scene ongaro definitely isn't that setting the new car uh -huh. but but uh hard to say sort of what his speed actually is the fact that he's he's struggling with perdon and polito and now getting lost at boots doesn't promise any good but I mean, he can definitely turn it around. Uh, hard to say where he is at right right at the moment. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I'm not sure. I I saw uh, Valente was TQ, but he had uh, like DNF'd after a few minutes. So okay. hard to really say. So what happened at these? Like these these Italian races are crazy because the level in Italy is actually a lot higher than people realize. Like. Valente, Polito, Barufolo, Ungaro, Berton, all of these guys are capable of winning when it's their day, you know. Because Valente is fast at tracks that really suit him. Mm -hmm. He's generally uh, abroad, he's not that fast. Polito, same thing. When when he's on it, he's on it. Barufolo, Berton, and Ungaro, are th these are the guys who can be very fast abroad as well. But if they're not having the day that they they are sort of on top of their game, they can easily get like uh, beat by some of these other Italians. So mm -hmm. the Italian scene is very sort of very very competitive, and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to judge from the outside of what's going on. But in my opinion, and sort of my assessment, losing the boots is is a bit of a that's why I was I was shocked Angaro's to see that. I was shocked field, to you know? see it. Yeah. You know, Angaro wouldn't want to be losing into boots. He don't want to lose yeah. to Barufalo either. 
And no, that's no disrespect to uh, Boots in any form, but uh, yeah. No, but uh, more of like how dominant Ongaro has been recently. Yes, like yes. he's been winning every race he's gone to for the past in Italy, three or in four Italy. years. Yeah. And it's definitely even, something even like up. abroad, like Ongaro is like in past four years, there's a very few races where he has looked like he's not the winning candidate, also, you know? Also, he's gone back to some orange in his body. He I, has? I, yes, I, I saw that too. Yes. So, uh, because I saw Aiden Horn comment on it and I was like, oh, you went back to the orange. And I was like, oh yeah, because I will tell you this. I was having such difficulty determining his car at dnc him and spencer's car yeah. looked so much alike yeah so much alike i was like why did he go i love that orange I, look you know what i mean if david Ongaro ever listens to this podcast please go back to the white orange blue yes body, body that was amazing when he won neo that body style i loved it Mm -hmm. I I love that old shim. I mean, I I I think he's what he's doing. He's like every every year he has a new shim. He sticks to that one year. Then he switches it up a bit. I get that. I mean, it's refreshing. I I I do it myself recently a bit too. But yeah, Omar, please like that old shim. I I freaking loved it. It's yeah. it's scheme, Max, not shim. Scheme. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, scheme. English is my third. I language. know it. It reads shim. I know yeah. it reads scheme, but it's actually scheme. Uh, well, maybe we're saying it wrong, <laughs> you know? I don't uh, know. I mean, yeah, he needs to go yeah. back to the orange. Needs to go back to the orange. Uh, so, yes. yeah, he he's there. Uh, yeah, yeah but good I mean, win for, for Boots, I would say. Re, yeah, but Boots boots definitely good. Like, this is beating Ungaro, beating Barufalo. Berton wasn't here, but other guys, everything. He beat everyone, looked good, looked solid. Okay, Valente was TQ, but I mean, qualifying is a bit of a like Americans probably don't get it, but we usually like if you go to a years or something, you get two, three days of practice and then you qualify. So everyone has their speed up by qualifying. But these local races, it's like two rounds of qualifying, uh, two rounds of practice and three rounds of qualifying or something like this, which is similar to American style. But for us, it's not a lot. So the Europeans, a lot of times, get their shit together by the semis, you know. So the judging qualifying is a, is a bit different uh, here in Europe, I think, uh, especially these local races. When it's Euros or something like this, then it's different. Okay. Well, good stuff. We There was another big national race mm -hmm. in um, in... Oh, wow, it's not, why is it not live? Okay, so there was another big national race that uh, actually had some good inflammations there, inclinations or some good strategy going in uh, uh, because I was talking to Barkan and they flew off Friday to go to the Spanish Nets, which was Saturday and Sunday in Redavon. So I know they went there to get some practice and, you know, see, I haven't, I'll be honest with you, I haven't been paying attention because I hadn't seen this layout. I think they did it last year. He said they did it last year. Oh, they they did it in. I think they already switched in 2019. It, it has been really way before COVID. Okay, so I don't know why I'm just noticing this, uh, but I maybe I didn't pay attention to it. Maybe because of, I don't know. But it probably hasn't been any races there for a while, have there? Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like when COVID, I I I yeah, I, they like, changed the layout I, again, and then COVID again, struck again. Yeah, the thing is like. 
I'm pretty sure the Euros were supposed to be there 2020, but I mean, I uh, freaking can't remember right. anymore. It's COVID. I was no army at the time. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know. But I, I'm I, pretty I, sure they were supposed to have a Euros or something at the track, and they switched it in 2019. That's my sort of okay gut feeling. Don't know the exact facts, but it was way before this year. And uh, I'm like, I'm I'm saying it now, but I really, really hope they redo the track before the worlds because yeah, I, you don't like I'm it? just sick and tired of I mean, no no, the track is fine. I mean I mean there are a lot of like the thing about the track is there's so many corners and so many jumps that you're not gonna like at least few of them because the track is so long. But <clears throat> in my opinion, the biggest thing is I'm just sick and tired of people saying, oh, home advantage and all this stuff. I am shit. too, but I, so that's I think why I to, hope they switch it. I think to change that track is going to be, to completely change that track will be very hard because there's lots of brick sections and they put, oh, a, looks yeah, like they put another yeah, yeah. brick section in. So I think they'll change it. But I have no. to say, man, damn, I really do like the layout, like the jumping down and then going, like, yeah. I love it. Um, It's so long. Yeah, I mean, it's the, like, big, the big sections are just few sections i think both of the brick sections are pretty amazing like i've driven on both of them because they was they were there in 2016 already mm -hmm. uh, so i love both of them so yeah just keep them there just switch the track around that wow can that's freaking well run away with this he just got yeah. out to the lead and said see you later everybody like there was yeah. not one person touching him there was robert was there yeah. the killex were there um figueredo was there who else was yeah. there? Uh, a couple of other fast yeah. Portuguese guys. That guy, what's his well, name? Parente, Parente and Monteiro, obviously, I think were there. Yeah, Monteiro, Monteiro did pretty good, both. actually. Yeah, but I think it was Canas, Batie, uh, then Burak, Burak Berkan, and Berkan, and then then Figueredo in yeah. fifth. I don't. I can't remember anything after that. I didn't look at the results. That that's good. But I remember the fact that. Canas with 30 seconds clear of anyone else. So <laughs> Dude, that's that's, that's I mean, not that's was... that's like Ongaro slash Mayfield level domination. And oh, it this was. is against Robert Batte. So I'm watching him like and I'm just nobody. like I'm like, this guy looks like he's just out there having fun. Like going around. Like, yeah. let me tell you about this track. They have it has quite a bit of 180s, but they're fast mm -hmm. 180s. They're like drifting. Oh, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? It ain't no slow into a stop. It's, it's like yeah. <sighs> Like one eight yeah. is like coming around. Like this is no this key. is South European one eighties. So you gotta. <laughs> it's not. It's nothing like anything else. It's it's like you you keep, like one eighties are the most sort of throttle consuming corners you can have in Europe <laughs> at times. I feel dude, like. it's like no slow spots on this track. I think the slowest spot on no, this track is no. is actually when you come off the and you go to go up the straightaway past the pits. That's probably the slowest yeah. one eighty on the whole the, track. The last corner before the pit straight, that's yeah. the slowest corner. It was the last time this layout the same thing. This track is it's like like it's, it's huge. Weird. It's weird at times, but the track is so big, you're kind of scared of going in the corners that fast. You can't sort of react to what the car does when you're going that fast at times. But like light yeah, isn't mean, traveling back to your eyes fast <laughs> enough to let you know how fast you turn the car. And and by that's the way, how big by it the is. way. The track is so big that you can feel the steering lag because like the radio <laughs> radio distance doesn't travel. Like you can actually feel it. It's that far away. But yeah, one thing I want to say though, because otherwise I'm gonna forget about it, but 
they uh, Robert Bate has never like he said like in in Spanish circles everyone knows this but he never liked this track in 2016 he was battling for the win but that like everyone thought that was a fluke because he always was really really bad at this track this was like one of his worst tracks in Spain in 2018 when Neo Race went there he obviously won which was great but like okay Canas obviously won here but this has always been one of Robert's worst track in Spain so that's something we've got to take into account and sort of people let people worst know track that he's won her he has but I just but he doesn't like it. it like yeah he, he he has never liked it in Spanish Nats since the track was built to like because I remember this was a huge topic 2016 because like every Spanish guy said Robert hates this track like he always is not good here he has he struggles a lot in 2016 he did well before the server broke 2018 he won so in, in at Neo so yeah he has done good at this track but generally at least my sort of what I've heard what I talk to people Robert really doesn't like this track and he doesn't really suit him results wise it it's, doesn't seem too bad we do seem to have some background music right now I know I'm playing with my that? new background music just continue <laughs> just continue yeah that, that was mostly it but Canas is scary good though Canas Dude, is all scary I can, good. I'm looking at this track and I'm just saying I can't wait to see Mayfield and freaking Tessman and Mason Fuller who is now in the building uh and all no. these guys I mean okay 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 before you get and on then, that, on your yeah, right, 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 Mason Fuller <laughs> and we will get on that later we'll get on that later okay, okay I just can't wait to be at the worlds and see the best of the best go around yeah. this track that's all I am I gotta say though Mayfield's gonna be fast at this track he's gonna be fast I kind of had that feeling when I was watching the kill Robert and Killex out there and yeah. I'm, and 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 Kamas with the pillow ball cars and I'm just like these guys yeah. these pillow ball cars are gonna be so fast like the fact that Mayfield even on the worst possible track for his car he can still challenge for the win against fend uh when he's on it and he can win almost any race in america i am pretty sure this is gonna be tough for ronald Falk and ongaro like ongaro has a car that i believe he's struggling with ronald Falk is like at this point ronald Falk is my favorite going into the worlds even though he has a new brand new buggy he has barely raced it one race behind his belt like at, at this point in my books, Ronafuck is the favorite going into the world. It's like, yeah, Mayfield looks really scary, I have Mayfield as a favorite. And then I have Fend. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. Yeah. We have to see what we have to see what uh we have to see what Ronafuck look, of course I'm gonna be I want Ronafuck to win because that's my boy. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not gonna be oblivious to like Fend and fuck and, and freaking uh Mayfield's dominance right now. No, but like, you know what I no, mean? No, but the thing is the thing is like Ronifolk was one of the fastest guys at DNC. He was yes, and he's fast at this track too. Very good consistency, and he's always done good at this track. He's gonna get now six months with his new car against two weeks. 
So he has a lot of more practice on him. I I mean, I know for a fact there's new things coming onto the car before the Worlds that are going to be working pretty well. Jeez, so, you're really like, confident. You're really confident. But I'm, I'm hey, you can't cut out Mayfield, Fend. Oh, no, no, these no, no. Guys, but I mean, Tebow, I'm like, these guys, in, in my mind, this track. if I'm, okay, Tebow is not going to be a player. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, this is, Tebow, but... Tebow has the right attitude. Tebow is doing the right things. But we'll talk about this later. Sorry. We're getting into a discussion of drivers, but <laughs> too early. Anyway, congratulations no, no, no. to Kanas. I, mean, I just yeah, can't I wait for yeah, this world to come up here. Kanas is looking mighty, mighty way, snappy out there. He's so he has to be a favorite under, good into this race. He Canass has to be a favorite good into this race. He, ha- he has to be because he's very, very underrated at this point. Like people think of him as the shadow of Robert Battier. No, he's past Robert Battier now. Exactly. Like people think of him as a shadow of Robert Battier, the upcoming kid from Spain. Fuck that. That's all news, guys. This kid <laughs> is this kid is the Ongaro challenging youngster from Spain. This kid is the only one who can, in my opinion beat Ongaro in his prime in Southern Europe, apart from David on a good day. He's kind of like my Mason Fuller kicking in the door and saying, I'm here, but he can beat all those guys. But that's my, I'll explain my theory later. I'll explain my theory later because I have some real scientific theory. So scientific evidence to back this up. Kanas had his Mason Fuller moment three years ago. Now he's the he's 21, 22 years old. Mason Fuller isn't even 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Kanas had his Mason Fuller kicking in the door moment way back. Okay. But yes. at this point, Kanas is like in he's my number opinion, one in Spain. I he, would say. No, but like, come on. Top three in Europe right now is Ongaro, Ronifold, Kanas, not in specific order. Mm-hmm. I would agree. In my opinion, Ongara is looking at weakest of the three, thanks to the new associated car. Oh, um, you are just hating on the associated car. You was all no, swinging off associated nuts last year. Exactly. But they changed the car and they changed exactly what I thought was the wrong way to do it. And I'm sorry, but okay. Rivkin got. No, you're going to have so associated hating. Okay. I know, but the thing is, I said all these things last year, like you should do this and this and this, and they did kind of the opposite. And surprise, surprise, people aren't doing that well with the car. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying like, if they like, I'm I, like, okay, hands down, Ongaro takes his 3.2 out. He wins the world's. But it's still far away. They can figure it out, man. Take it easy. Jesus. He can. He can. But with this car at this point, I'm not picking him for top three. Jesus. With, with 3.2 associated RCA 3.2, I'm picking him for the win. Hey, hey. That's what I, I'm feeling now right we're now. Gonna... Okay. Like, okay, let's put it, let's clear this, clear the air a bit. If things change, if I see something new, if I see him doing well, I'll I've been I mean very open to changing my opinion. But right at this very point, seeing how he gets beat by boots in Italy, how Rivkin 
just about finishes fourth at Nats, how these guys barely make the main at TNC. That's that's my opinion right now. And all credit to the Associated Squad. I think they have oh my done gosh, a lot of good Max. stuff. But sorry. I, I mean I'm oh. creating a lot of enemies right now. But I'm I I mean I I have I have been very consistent. Maybe you know I will pick up I new TLR friends. Yeah, perhaps yeah. Barry oh, Baker will is he is he gonna be my friend now? <laughs> hey, we're gonna I'm gonna talk to Barry, know. but he definitely wants to have but some I words gotta, for you. I gotta, yeah, I gotta apologize to Barry. I think they got it a little bit more figured out than I thought. Not completely, but a little bit more than I thought. So I hey, but his car looked good. His car looked good. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, um, I think that's it for Spanish Nationals news. Oh, X-Ray released their new XB8 2022 presentation. Did you see that? Yeah, they had new wing mount and wing. Yes. And, Did you uh, see how it connects a, to a like the new... chassis brace? Yeah, that that's like I okay, want X-ray I... released four new parts, and that was a completely new car. Like I'm sorry, like I usually like X-ray because they're European, they do everything in house. But come on, like this is fucking ridiculous. They released a new wing mount. Oh, you want X-ray? What is it? Are you just going after every single thing that's pillow ball today? No, it's no, X-ray. I'm, I, no, 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 no. I'm going after everything that's fucking silly at the moment. Like, <laughs> I'm going. I'm. I'm gonna be praising TLR today. Not fully praising, but I'm gi- gonna give them something. So, and <laughs> I'm gonna give some to Mugen too. Like, Mayfield finished second after. Yeah, you are right? all Not excited about Mugen, but uh, you know what? You you've forgotten completely about your 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 HB rear end because that's what you was all about last week was. HB no, rear end. Mason HB rear end. Mason was third. And no, no, but you still about like, HB rear end on S works. Yeah, but I mean, he finished sixth. That's yeah. He, he, he wasn't about... as consistent. Uh, look, we're, talk, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Look, you know what? Let's start talking about the Nats because that's obviously yeah. what we want to talk we, about. We just, we just always like obviously we're trying to go towards today. So let's just. Let's you know what? It's time to talk about the twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Why do I want to say twenty thousand and twenty two? Raw Nats, 2022 f- fuel Raw Nationals held in Glendale, Arizona at Tim Live Track Adobe Mountain RC Speedway. This is brought to you by TNR Fuels because here at the NNRC, we're all about the glory, and that glory is nitro. TNR Fuels is the hottest nitro fuel on the market, owned and operated by Chris Nelson and his family, made by racers for racers. The fuel is currently available throughout the USA, and he has international shipping worked out, I believe. For more information, uh, contact Chris Nelson at chris at TNR Fuels or visit them at www.tnrfuels.com. You can also find them at House of RC or Facebook. Uh, give him a shout. Chris and his family are nice people, and they're putting in a lot of work. And uh, he TQ'd this weekend, so congratulations to him in the master's class which i've changed my mind on by the way i should talk about a little bit but uh max huh who's paid you no no i've changed my mind i'll tell you why (laughs) in a little bit about that okay okay. so we had the raw nationals this past weekend max my absolute favorite race next to dnc uh of the year one of my favorite american races just because this is the one race where for for once you get to really see where people are at because there's no classes it's raced in ifmar style which i enjoy so we got a lot more racing 
And as much as I do not like current raw situations, I love this race and what it stands for and, you know, being a national champion and all that stuff. And you know what? Let me interrupt you for a second. I've been on my savage mode today, so I'm, I'm going to oh, continue shit. with that. The only reason why Roar Nats is a good race is because Roar is too slow to fuck it up. Roar hasn't. Roar is too slow to adapt to anything, so they haven't got time to fuck it up completely. Like they have tried. Like this year, they had the junior and forty plus class. Like they have done so much stupid shit. But thank God they're too slow to completely fuck the shit up, and they still have like if more. Uh, bump ups even in truggy they had ladder mains like yeah but they always do ladder mains in truggy because there's not it's not a if mar class so that's our excuse well what you're saying is this race basically runs on on heritage (laughs) that's what you're saying okay thank god roar has some kind of heritage that they haven't completely (laughs) fucked it up yet see now this was from max not from me this is from max (laughs) not from me but you hunter i know i know i see in your eyes that you love what i'm saying oh i'm switzerland on this one (laughs) (laughs) you ain't switzerland or nothing (laughs) oh man i'm having a good podcast so anyway um (laughs) we had these these nationals uh Congratulations to Tim Lime and his crew. They pulled it off. I know how much work he put into this. It wasn't without its hiccups, yeah. but uh, you know that's that's gonna happen at a race that hasn't really held any big races, and you know yeah. um, this is their first big race. But I think they pulled it off without any any hitches that I don't know of. I know they had some loop issues, uh, but they were quick to fix that with people. Like if you you did a sixty second lap or sixty two second lap or whatever, they knew you kind of missed the loop. Yeah. I guess it was too late to fix that um that was about it uh wind was a big issue uh i don't know if you watched the yeah. t- the, the main the truggy man dude but during the truggy man it was like a dust storm like yeah i think that's the biggest issue when you're running daytime it's the desert, the desert. yeah yeah it's daytime and desert that's what you got you got a lot of wind but i mean uh, let's be honest here like these guys barely had a track six months ago now yeah, yeah. Roar Nats, so that's I, amazing. Like just I, that, the fact that they did that—that's yes, cool. yes. So kudos to them. The track at first, I was like, meh. That after I got to watch it, and then and and I, it made for great racing. We had we had uh, yeah. no, we you know we had okay. Fen kind of ran away with it in Truggy, but we really didn't have runaway racing. You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah. Buggy, it wasn't a runaway. It could have been, but we'll talk about that. It was always racing in the background and i think uh people were talking about dnc but this track had a different type of roughness than dnc i want to say like yeah. the 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 bumps were more rounded so like dnc like there would be a hole that wasn't there before like these it, i mean this yeah. happened at this track it looked like it but the holes just got bigger and you knew how to use them and stuff like that and i think at the end of the day they you know, they. I think the first day they they did the practice, like the free practice. They had some issue with the dust, so the dust must have been blown over to the go kart track. So then they actually put something in the water, to, like a dust control, uh, yeah, additive, and they put a minute in, bit in it, and they just started. They watered it, and I think by the end of the with the wind and, the, I think it came out great. I I like the track. I think um, I think all the jumps were doable. You know what I mean? They weren't big. Yeah, you know, but I think tube, that's that's something i mean i remember when we talked about after the nc like i said joey just jumps too big that's like anthony westergaard does 
pretty much the exact opposite where no matter how bad it jumps break up you can still do him so i think that's like on the layout i gotta give full props to anthony mm -hmm. like option line worked perfectly that's too but like personally i don't really like care about what style of the track is mm -hmm. anthony has a very different style to joey but this was one of us of anthony's tracks and like i, th I think his first roar nats track and yeah fully fully sort of yeah. good results on that so yeah props to him shout out yeah to dude everybody was talking about the option line but it worked it was fast it worked. both ways yeah and that's that's how like i remember when we did it in rcgp a lot of people didn't do the other line but when we tried it in testing it was exactly the same speed so anthony sort of he knows how to do the option lines he's probably only people who actually gets them right a lot of times so yeah yeah uh i loved it so congratulations like a lot a lot of people online were complaining about it and i was like these, these people don't know what like that's Okay, there wasn't a real straightaway, but it made for good racing. Like I, I liked it. I, yeah. I think they made the best that they could out yeah. of what they had. Yeah, straightaways isn't that big a deal, guys. Like, chill down with the straightaways. You don't always. Anywho, need it. let's Sometimes let's talk about nice. let's talk about qualifying. So we had two exciting days of qualifying. I watched every minute of it. I think besides, I did record a podcast. Uh, uh wow, buggy qualifying was going on. Uh, but I was able to catch the last seeding. Uh, so Tebow, uh, Mason Fuller, seeding on in the C main, Tebow in the B main. They had to stay with that all week. But I actually think that helped them. I actually think it helped them uh, to because it helped them water-wise because they seemed to always get a track that had some water on it. Mm -hmm. And that was a big help. It was a big difference in speed there. So, but... Tebow went out and qualified the two runs in truck, and I was like, "Yeah, he's feeling it." Even you, I was like, "Yeah, look at Tebow," you know. Yeah, I definitely under he, underestimated him at start, but then, yeah, sort of dropped down back after the first two rounds. Yeah, he qualified. He he got a TQ in buggy, and then he had like a a low number in the last qualifier, and then he was fast the next day. He was like, in my opinion, mm -hmm. the only person that had really some that I think could have gotten. Pipped off Fan. him and Fan had some good battles the next day for TQ, but man, I will just man, Fan is just, just Fan. Like, I mean, his last, I think it was the last buggy qualifying. He was nowhere wrong, and we thought like Tebow yeah. was gonna, you know, it was gonna go two and two or whatever. But Fan just comes out and like, bam, yeah, nah, I'm TQ in three rounds. Yeah, this is all one mine. of one of Fan's like clear qualifying rounds he was like five six seconds clear of the field like come on like <laughs> very very rarely you see that happen that's like a second a lap almost half but still second. at this point i was still very help hopeful and tebow still winning i was no, still no, very tebow, hopeful in tebow it did tebow looked good until the main i think like i mean i'm sorry i don't have results up but i believe he won his semi right uh yeah he won Tebow his semi won, he started yeah. first Tebow he looked good semi. in his semi yeah he was in the mayfield slower semi he was, he was in the slower he semi too but mayfield won his semi testman second Tebow won his semi can't remember who was second but yeah Tebow, in my opinion Tebow looked good all weekend but i i think sort of i think he finished sixth i don't think that's what what his level this weekend no, was really. no 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 i think it was higher up for sure. Let's but let's talk about Troggy first because I know you don't like Troggy much, but it was a good main. Um, Dakota fan actually, I, I okay. So I said nobody will run away if it. Well, Dakota fan, 
Frick, he got out to first on lap one and then stayed in first until lap 92. So he did run away with it. Um, I don't think really anybody at any point had anything for Fenn and Truggy. I will say this. I will say this. One person I thought that had something for him. And when he finally got around Mayfield and started chasing him down, that's when he, he was out of the race. And that was Mason Fuller. I, was, I thought that if Mason Fuller could get around Mayfield in time, he could have hunted down I, I, that was my feeling when I was watching it. You know what I mean? I think he had this pace. And I think when he was in the back of the pack trying to catch Mayfield and getting caught up, because in the back of the pack, it was a mat, like, you know, it was a max, like it was like third, fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, that was all close. So I think once he got across that and he was, he, he came out of that sack, I think he came out of his pit and everybody think he flamed or something happened. His dad's something that he pulled or shock in, but I don't know if, what, what happened. But it, like his car cut out and he didn't, didn't come back but i think that mason fuller at that point was the only one that had something for fend to be honest yeah um in Troggy. and then mayfield just kind of like i think he kind of figured that out himself and just stood there and he he tried to mount a charge at some point but he kind of got caught up battling with um tebow and tasman at some point like them guys are kind of battling at at some point for you know they were always battling, it seemed like. Tebow made it up to yeah. second and third and fourth and second and back. And then even Tasman at some point, he was up, you know, he, he made it up to fourth was his highest. He never got up any higher, but he was definitely, you know, they were all at some point mixed up together, racing each other. Yeah. So, uh, and then in fifth, Cole Ogden, I think was a great result for him because he at one point was made on an 11th. So he had to work his way up and get, yeah. I think Cole, Maybe he doesn't want a top five. Maybe he wants a win or a podium. But I think yeah, top I'd... five coming from 11th is good enough. For I think that's where he was at at that point. So, Troggy was good. The congratulations to Godofan. His first ever Nitro National Championship because he's never won a Nitro National Championship. No, no, he, he has won Truggy. Truggy he has, has he? Truggy he has won at least twice. Okay, at, I did not okay, know that. At le- okay, sorry. At least once. I'm pretty sure he's won it twice. Buggy well, has never won. Well, I'll, he has, won, I'll Google he has that. won every in my in my sort of memory. He has won every single class at least once, except for Nitro Buggy. Really? Yes. So I I, I remember he won one at Thornhill. He won Nitro Truggy in Buggy. He okay. was leading, and then he flipped over at the right yes, side of yes, the track. Yes. And then the kid was getting his car. It took like 15, 20 seconds. And then Mayfield and Tesman ran away with the race. But Fend, uh, in 2014, Fend won nine Roar National titles. Mm-hmm. And Buggy, Nitro Buggy was the only one he didn't win. He won everything electric and uh, Nitro Truggy. Okay, see, but so anyway. that's where I like kind of my whole thing. Of the pro- okay, all right. But so first, I wasn't sure. Buggy, this was yeah, the he's never Nitro won Buggy Nitro Truggy. Never known Nitro Buggy. buggy. Yeah, no. exactly. He came close at that 20. I remember that 24. That was yeah. that was another big, he humongous was, outdoor track. Yeah, but he, he was... Fend was dominant in Buggy. He had like a five-second lead and then that sort of 15-second crash where the kid barely got his car out of the ditch. That sort of killed his race. Then Tesman and Mayfield ran away, but yeah. Fend, like, he was a long time coming. And I'm happy Fen finally got his Roar National Champion. Kind of like Mayfield and the 10 scale worlds. So sort of mm-hmm. finally he got it. 
I think this is a bit more rewarding for Fend because he sort of dominated it, whereas Mayfield just barely got it in 10 scale in the Worlds. I mean, not not like discrediting Mayfield's Worlds win in 10 scale, but for Fend, this was sort of like the war, the Raw Nats win he sort of deserved, in my opinion, Buggy. Right. So, yeah, you are correct. He has won it twice. So he is a three-time Truggy champion, which is great. Yeah. But... Everybody really, I bet you people, people was out there with four Truggy championships would trade two of them in for one buggy championship. Exactly. So yeah. this Absolutely. is, this is a, this is a, this is a championship that has eluded him for many, many years. Yeah. Um, Never but won it. I, yeah. But let's just say real quick before we move on, because I know we want to talk about buggy. Congratulations to him. Uh, let's just go down the order real quick. Uh, Cavalry, I think that's a good sixth for him. Uh, Ryan Lutz, a good seventh. He he showed some pace throughout bit, the week. I gotta be honest though, I was expecting a bit more from Lutz. I expect, yeah, I was maybe a top five. To be, yeah, like I was expecting him to at least show up with the fight because mm-hmm. this was, in my opinion, this was more of a show track than a lot of the other tracks in America. Perhaps I could be wrong. I mean, this was a TLR track too, in a sense. The way the, okay. I gotta I'll rephrase that. This was a fend track more than a lot of other American tracks are. Mm-hmm. But this in my opinion, this was a sort of a C hub track though. The 180s, the low me, dirt, slow speed, that's not suiting any of the pillow ball cars. So in my opinion, even with the new show which is suited more towards higher speed tracks i think lots probably should have done a bit better but okay lots of driving style is a bit different he'd like to slide the car around he wants to really punch this isn't that type of track so perhaps that could explain it but yeah i was personally i was expecting more from lutch it's it's not a disaster but no but yeah i know what you mean i wish I wished a bit more, you know. I wish you would have got some top. Five. I wish you would have got top fives. Yeah, I wish you would yeah, have. Um, who else do we have? Tanner Denny. Tanner Denny was actually probably the fastest S Hawks driver there this week. I actually think I have Tanner Denny faster than than yeah. Born Horse. Yeah, because he was good in his semi. No, I think in I his mean, semi he uh he flamed out. A rock got in his uh in his yeah. flywheel. That was I the think. talking point before, but. Yeah, I, oh, it mean, happened to Mayfield I, too. Mayfield got a rock in his in his flywheel in, in one of his qualifiers too. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. But I mean, Bornhurst finished second in one buggy round. He finished sixth in overall buggy. I mean, Truggy, not sure. I can't remember when Bornhurst finished. No, Bornhurst, Bornhurst didn't even make the Truggy mains. Okay, so Born, Bornhurst he finished fifteenth in Truggy. Okay, so well, yeah, Tanner Denny. Who, okay, okay, Tanner Denny was a lot faster Truggy. this month this week than he was at DNC. Okay, yeah, I'll accept that. But in buggy, in my opinion, Bornhurst looked really good all weekend. I was mm-hmm. a bit disappointed seeing he finished. I, I can't I can't remember if it was sixth or seventh, but he was we haven't got the top. truck, we haven't got the buggy yet, Max. You're so excited. Okay, let's move on. Let's yes, move on. stop interrupting <laughs> me. All right, so running off your top your top thirteen, top twelve, uh T- Tanner Danny, Tyler Jones, he would yeah, kinda he needs to do better than that too. Aiden Horn glad he probably made the main rivkin uh mason fuller breaking early people that probably are looking that probably should have been in this main looking out 
I think CJ Jalen, Joe Bornhorst, maybe Cole Tallard, Seth and Dalen not in there would be a big thing. Um, and then I think Pavitas was all the way down in 33rd. He wouldn't be happy with that. But he did make the buggy main, so that's good. Yeah, I don't, right. I mean, I, I can't really say for Americans, but generally the vibe I get, no one really cares about Chuggy. Well, like not even Americans. I mean, right. if they win it, it's it's good. Yeah, yeah, I'm, but if, if they're outside the top five, it's like whatever, it's just practice. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. Well, let's get on to the, the big enchilada, what we're really here for. That's all about the glory. Finally. Nitro buggy. Yeah. So, qualifying once again was exciting. It wasn't wrapped up in three rounds. It took all four rounds. And it was exciting to the very end when Fen just came up and said, Oh, Tebow, you think you got a chance? You think you got a chance? You think it's like that guy holding that dollar. You ever seen the commercial with the fishing guys yeah. holding the dollar in front of the girl? Like, oh, you think you got a dollar? You think you got a dollar? Hey, that's kind of like what the code offended to Tebow. Oh, you think you got overall yeah. TQ? Hey. You think you got it? Ah, no. I'll take my TQ. Thank you. Yeah. There was nobody else. But there was nobody was else crazy. even to mention in this. Well, Mason, there was nobody else to mention in this qualifying battle besides Dakota Fan and Tebow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 100%. I agree with that. But I was I was a bit surprised how sort of, because first round of qualifying, T, like Fan seemed kind of out of it. Mm -hmm. Second round, just domination. Like, yeah, he's, like what like happened after that? After that, he just flipped. Like the guy just—I don't know what happened to him, but like after that, just complete domination. And like, like the thing is, like people most likely don't really like. They just think, oh, fan card TQ, but TQing by five seconds—that's that's like you know, <laughs> if if I TQ by five seconds. Like, I know everyone who's looking at my times are going to be like, oh, shit, I got some job. To, like, I I have some work to do. Like, I have no chance. Like, they're looking at the guy who's second when I TQ by five seconds. Yeah. So when when, when Fen does that at that level, where, he, like, even the second gap is hard to close, that's got to be like demoralizing for almost every one of the guys. Like I'll count Mayfield out of that because Mayfield doesn't care about qualifying. He barely attends qualifying these days. He just shows up for the main. But, <laughs> <laughs> but all of the other guys, like they must be like, okay, we're fucked. <laughs> We've lost this already because that's a, Dude, like, he was the only one to do a 13 lap qualifying buggy. Yeah. Like, only one that's that's a huge thing for like mentally that's mentally. a huge thing to be like yeah this guy's going into another lap i'm not even close and i'm pushing as hard as i can yeah, when you're pretty... when you're going into a 45 minute main with that attitude you're gonna have a tough time you know that's a little bit i would say yeah that's a little bit but uh you know i still was kind of just like when he did that, when he finally TQ'd, I still had hope going into Sunday. I was like, I still had faith and hope in Tebow because <clears throat> we've yeah, seen yeah. Fen do this before. We've seen him do this before. Mm -hmm. And at the back of in the back of my mind, it's like, well, Mayfield's like fond it. Like, you know what I mean? In his semi, he looks super on it. In his truck, he wasn't okay, he was off in truck, but you know, he he was the fastest. You know what I mean? And I'm like, all right, yeah. Mayfield's in the groove. Like, we gotta throw him in there. I still was not uh i was still like 
all right, we've we've been here with Fend before. I've been through these yeah. emotions before in life, especially <laughs> with Fend, you know? So I know this feeling, like this feeling of like, I wasn't getting too excited. You know, I was happy that he won Troggy. So, you know, half of the prophecy is fulfilled again. But, you know, I was just like, all right, I'm going to be quiet. Because I still deep down, I'm in my in my soul and on her, I'm like, all right, I think Fan can do it. But I really want Tebow to do it. And I don't want Mayfield to do it. Not that I have anything against Mayfield. I just want to see it, somebody different. And yeah. I want it to be yeah. a good race, right? But then when Fenn someone wins, out, when someone wins every week and you got to hope for something to change a bit, you know? Well, like, yeah. Like, I, not, I mean, Mayfield's one of my favorite racers in the world, pretty much. But when he wins every time, I'm like, okay, let's see someone else actually do good for a while. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, so with that being said, I kind of just was like, all right, we'll put it on her. By the way, I do not own the rights to any of this yeah, video. This is RC, for... by the way. Yeah. Live RC, I... uh, what I've heard, I, I didn't watch a lot of the stuff. I watched the main space. Excellent coverage. Cameras were great too. Yeah, that's what I heard. Exactly. People really, really liked it. Uh, so yeah, good job to uh, people at Live RC. Like, yeah, good time to Tyler Hooks, Brandon Rose, and Brody and those guys. They did a great job. Yeah. So here we are. This we get we get taken off, and I'm like, all right. So we're gonna have a little battle. Fans looking a little edgy. Blah blah blah. You know, Mayfield's gonna pressure him. Then Tasman blows the front end off his car on this lap. Who would have ever yeah. thunk that? Like he literally blew yeah. the front end off his car. Or something yeah, broke on retirement it. Way early on, like retirement. That's going to be a bummer. I think this is sort of a testament style track, but I mean, like at this stage, like obviously, if this track was smooth as hell, Fend would be lapping Mayfield in five minutes. <laughs> like this is this layout is a Fend layout. The bumps help Mayfield and, and these other guys, but. Like every sort of acceleration these guys have, like the pillable end of Mayfield's car, the Yugen style setup of car, that's that's not helping Mayfield at this style of track. He can't carry the corner speed he usually could. Fend has a record that's super responsive, that when you go on throttle, it goes straight, it accelerates straight. And I think this is a good time to say to Barry Baker, uh, I gotta, I gotta say that I was expecting like the bumps to be the nemesis, mm -hmm. but I think it's just bumps in corners that's the nemesis, because this track is mostly 180s. This track is mostly sort of straight accelerations onto bumps or into bumps. Either way, like braking or accelerating, you're going on over bumps, but you really don't have many corners where you have to drive over bumps and keep your speed up. So I think that's the sort of determining factor that let Fend keep it on the wheels. That was it for Tebow race. right there. Sorry. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah that I was it for Tebow, Tebow right there. He yeah. could not. I think that once he got like that, put him so far back that he just couldn't. Like once you had to get through that gaggle, it was hard to yeah. get back. Yeah. Sorry. Go I ahead. Think, like, but let's be honest, though. Mason Fuller third running an HB. That's not an accident come on that's not an accident it's not no, like oh this was just like the car car suited this track like look at this car he's having a field day right now like he's just yeah. driving around throwing around like i wish we get some footage of fend but i bet 
right now he's looking at every single move he's doing on the wheel every single move he's doing on on the on the uh, on the throttle and mason is just having a like driving around loving the way he's driving you know yeah he looked like I his gotta car be, looked i got to be surprised though mayfield led the main two times two times that's so it he got he got the lead for two times but looking at he the track knowing his car that is impressive in my books like that is already impressive and but i mean here look at this like mason's catch mayfield like that that's something i think it proves these sort of mayfield and T, like fend like if mason has six month, months more of like practice getting dialed in getting his speed up like this is a guy who can dominate him this is a guy who can dominate like testman did at his best you know yeah seth and dalen had some a few minutes of really good driving her at one point yeah, he had a good yeah. battle with mason it was good to see him up in the battles for a little bit as well I'm 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 wondering why he was so good at this race because this doesn't look like anything where he would be that good. He's he's always been good at Silverstone. That's that has been his sort of go-to race. He's TQ the race once, he finished second once. He's been up there every single year. That's sort of a techno style track. I don't really know what about this track makes him be so good. Uh maybe it's a slow speed, perhaps, but the track is still very different to the tracks he usually does good on. So I was surprised uh, I, I think, he didn't uh, do that well. Yeah, I think fifth for Seth Van Dalen is damn good. He hasn't had a, a good yeah. – well, he, he did. He finished oh, second. Yeah. Something. But, I mean, like at the Nationals last year, I don't think he was he was in the main, but it wasn't a factor. Uh, yeah. Top techno driver at the Nationals, it was him, then Tebow second. I mean, Tebow after him in sixth. So I think uh, Seth Van Dalen – should be very happy oh, with yeah. he will want more he would want more no but fifth, but that will come looking at looking at what he's done in the past 12 months mm -hmm. apart from silver state obviously this has been his best race in my opinion like finishing six at Royal nats where everyone puts their 100 percent in that's not nothing you know yeah so it was good to see i mean we had some early battles i mean born horses up her rattling i mean this was the really where the race was yeah was that i gotta be third, honest though, fourth, fifth sixth seventh positions yeah 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 born horse was up there all the time but i was a bit i was expecting a bit more out of born mm -hmm. horse like clearly if you look at this his car looks good though it's not like his car is not looking good i'm pretty sure he's still running the hp rear end he was good in qualifying. He finished second a few rounds. At least one round he finished second, I believe. And he finished quite high up most of the time in qualifying. Mm. I think he's just a bit of sort of the guy who, if he's in his groove, if he's up out front, he knows what to do. He can get it done. But if he's in the pack, he sort of tries a bit too hard and makes mistakes. Even here, we can see him making a lot of like sort of a bit dumb mistakes. But in my opinion, his car looks a lot better than sets in front of him. Like he's co consistently, he's looking good. So I think if S works decide to finally go this direction, especially in America, they will receive much better results. Uh, and yeah, I, I mean, I talked about uh, the HBR end a lot in previous podcast. And uh, yeah, in my opinion, it shows it still works, but clearly it's not enough to make Joe Bourne as the national winner yet. Uh, 
Fender Mayfield yeah, would, and, and these guys are to, just on another level. Yeah, I was wondering if we was going to see the DNC Bornhorn show up. I'm not, no, no, like he would want a better position than seventh as well. But mm -hmm. uh, I think for a national, as hard as this race probably was and, and whatnot, and him not making Truggy, he'd probably be happy with this. I, well, he probably wouldn't be, but at the end of the day, seventh isn't too bad. I mean, he it's was not that bad. It's okay. It's not yeah, good. It's, it's not it's bad. Average. It's average. Yeah. It's, it's average. Sadly, sadly. I, I mean, I'm not taking his above average status away from him, but it, this this result was sort of average. You know? Yeah, but that's how it goes some days, sometimes. Oh, yeah, racing. Yeah, yeah, he, he would end yeah, up yeah. finished. Uh, yeah. Um. All right. So let's, I guess you might as well just go through the people here and then we can talk about like. By the way, the first thing I want to, so the final thing I want to bring up is this is when I thought before. J Concepts is freaking dominating right now. Hey, I was gonna bring that up. That's that's a topic for after. Let's finish. Let's finish going through this, and then we'll do it okay, because okay. that's one of my topics that I had. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, and that's exactly where it's gonna start off with. So, um, let's go through the rest of these guys. So, like many, like people had to bump up from from semis to this. So, how people we, we forgot to talk about something which was the LCQ. So, how it worked was they took the top four from each race. And then they took the two fastest racers after that. Now, Dakota Fenn automatically was in, which I still think is a great thing. I think TQ should I go agree. straight through to the mains. I think it should be at Ifmar as well. But I think he should, be at a, he should get both practice sessions so he does get that time on the track. So he was already in. They were only taking, what, 12? So, you know, it, it's a small track. I think they took 12. I think that's the number they take because I think they took 12 yes. at last yes. year. Yes, so, so there's... There's 12 right now in the main. So I think what they did is Fend, then four from each main, mm -hmm. then two. So they got, uh, at that point, they got uh, 10 people. And, uh, no, no, that's 11. Then, no, 11 people, sorry, because Fend counts as one. And then they take one from LCQ. Now, the LCQ was actually their first time ever doing this, which another thing I have to give Raw and whoever had this idea. I think it was great. I love LCQs. It was a 10 minute 14 car main and uh tanner denny was looking to win it at one point like he was like looking to be the clear cut winner and then um actually i don't even know who won that i need to go look and see who won he was gonna win it by so far and then something happened i can't remember what happened uh let's see super Pose. by the way one guy i was surprised to see in the main brandon freaking rose uh, he won it. That's why. <laughs> yeah. He won he the, the no, he won the LCQ. Like, yeah, Brandon ain't no nobody no more, you know? No, he's been good he's for he's a, been making mains for a while though. Yeah, but like I think this is his first Raw Nats main. He's been Believe making so. big mains for a while now. And uh he's running an Agama, like the only Agama there, I believe. Yeah. So like so. this is a guy who's making a name for himself super happy to see him in rcgp like i want to see yeah. what he, he's capable of yeah, yeah sure. i mean shout out to him all right let's get back to so um obviously ty was out after one lap cool ogden man um i'm not um let's see did he have any issues no nope. you know what you remember what i've said in a no outstanding podcast? yeah i i think I'm I just a, am i am I, am I am i surprised that cole finished 11th of course not. If he finishes anything from second to twenty fifth, <laughs> I'm never surprised. Never. Yeah. Because that's his level. He's he can be. He, 
he like when he runs 10 races he finishes every single time he finishes between second and 25th so if he finishes below 25th or he wins a race the first time i'm gonna be surprised because he can finish second then he can finish fifth 10th 15th and then not make the main and every single time that's just normal for cole like <laughs> that's how yeah this he didn't have any this point well, he did have like some abnormal. He didn't, in other words, he didn't have any missed laps or any. It didn't look like he might have had a flame out or something. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, his longest lap was a forty-five second lap, and that was on lap sixty, and he was in tenth. So I think yeah, he just but I mean, blew out, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be like, like I, I know what I you hate, don't want to be, the- but I mean. I hate the fact to be sort of negative against Cole because I know people are going to be like, oh, you just hate HP or like, oh, it's not that, but I, it's, it's not that, but let's guys, let's be honest. This is a guy who has speed to win the Roar Nats, but usually what ends up happening is he's crashes out in the first few laps, then just loses his mind and blows out. Yeah, it's definitely all mental with him. Yeah, I think he's got the package and everything he needs. It's yeah, just he's gotta, got just he's gotta got a good together. car. Mason has. He, I mean, now he even has an OS based engine, so he doesn't have that. Like, like right. Tesman has the same tires. Tesman can win races. Hot race has hot race tires are good. That's not an excuse anymore. Okay, if you're right. running, we're gonna talk about tires more because I heard they were cutting tires as well. Uh, yeah, but, I happen I mean, to. I just agree with you, man. I I I just like. I, I like Cole and I think he's fast and I and I like his his character as the people's champion and all that stuff. Exactly yeah, I, I what I want to see in RC. But I want to see him get some results too. And I know he can get no, results. I don't I know he I can I don't get think them. you know what? I don't think he can. Okay. Well he needs that's to, a great he argument because he isn't getting them. <laughs> he he needs to seriously think about his driving, think about his race program, and then he might get them. I think it's his attitude that's wrong. And I 100% know that if Joe, like Cole ever heard this, he's going to be like, oh, Max is such an idiot. Uh, because I, I mean, I've said, I'm, I mean, I've talked with him and I, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that he is going to say this. But <laughs> no driver who has their program together has results like this, where some races they almost win the Royal Nats and then they're disqualified. And then other races, they barely make the main, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, even after saying that, I think if Cole ever heard this, he'd, he'd disagree. But I think most people here can understand. And I got to be honest, though, I love what he's doing outside of the track. Like the mm-hmm. people champion, like the way he's doing. He's doing a lot of stuff on YouTube. Uh, the way he represents HB, I love that. In my opinion, that's great. I think he deserves his status at HB just for the fact that who he is. But if anyone thinks he's like Fender or like Mayfield, I think it's delusional at this point. He needs yeah. to something to be that. Yeah, I would agree. And he's been around. He's been doing this for a while. He's not. Mm-hmm. Cole's been racing for a while. Yeah, and so, the thing is, the, the reason why I'm 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 digging at Cole, if you want to call it that. It's because he's a guy who could be a Fend or a Mayfield. He's a guy who, if he just did the right things, had the right attitude, he could be the Fend of this weekend. You know, that's why I'm saying this stuff. 
because he has the potential to be that, but he's not just executing it, you know? Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Lutz would be disappointed with this, but I think Lutz, <clears throat> it looked like Lutz was having some flame out issues early on in pits. Yeah. And then um, he had a, it looks like he flamed out or had an issue um, on lap. Uh, shucks. It was her. It was an 80 second lap, it looked like. Maybe I missed it. Let's see. But yeah, lots uh, frustrating. It's good to see him have yeah. speed and be her. But uh, maybe I thought I saw an eighty-second lap. But um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to say this, but forty-nine second laps. So he, he needs to get some better engines. Sorry, but he needs yeah. to. He he like, started in so the many and... so many races where the engines screw him up. Like I I used I used to run Alpha like way back in the oh, day, geez. and at that time those engines were good. Like I mean. Fuel mileage at some of the engines had very bad fuel mileage. Some of the engines had very good fuel mileage, but all of them ran pretty good. They had a lot of wear, but they ran pretty good. But like you just can't flame out at every race, which pretty much what Lutz has done. You know. I don't know. I hope he gets it. I hope he gets it going because he won one better than eleventh. I mean, Troggy was good. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened, but it definitely had some long. He had a couple of like 47, 47 I think he flamed like coming into fuel in fuel up. Yeah. Like yeah, at, exactly. At, like pits, that's like so. exactly what he had that last year. Like yeah. flame All right. Uh, but hopefully he gets it together. Um Brandon Rose, he finished ninth. I think that's good for him. Uh first time making yeah. this this race. Ryan Pavita's eighth. I think he'd want better than that, but to be fair, let's see. Yeah, no, that's kind of I mean, where he was at. Yeah, it's Pavitis is sort of at that level where he's not good enough to challenge for top fives or podiums, but he's good enough to always sort of make the main. Yeah, you he know, was he started sort of the, in ninth and finished in eighth. Yeah, so that's that's sort of annoying position where you know when you start the main that you're most likely not going to get anything sort of memorable out of it. Mm -hmm. But when you go to a race, you know that you sort of are going to make the main. So that's a very annoying position to be in. But I, I mean, if he just keeps at it and and tries new stuff and practices and all that, I I believe he could be a guy who would actually challenge for top fives. Like he could be a sort of Van Dalen because Van Dalen has these days. Like I think Pavidis could be like that. But Pavidis is obviously naturally just more way more consistent than Van Dalen is. You know. Okay. All right. Uh, Joe Bonas we talked about in seventh um jared tebow i think Tebs, my mate i think he would be upset with this because i think yeah, tebow yeah, yeah. would want to be at least in the top three i think tebow could have won this i think I he mean, was still he, in my i think until that third? accident i think until that accident i was kind of still you know like all right he's gonna do good but when he got that accident he got shuffled back and he was just in that gaggle of cars it was just mm -hmm. It was just hard to get through that. And then you just start making more mistakes. And it's unfortunate because I know he was super pumped and he did well in qualifying. And I know he wants to do better than this. Like a lot of people yeah. would be like, six is good. Not for him. No, like no, I know when no. I talk the to thing him. Is, the thing is like, six is good for guys like Van Dalen, Bavides, like these guys who are up and coming they need consistent results for a guy who's won world national championships won world championships who's sort of 
get he's still getting a paycheck, but he's doing his last years in RC. Six is something that just pisses you off. And I 100% know that Tebow should at least agree with me because I'm pretty sure that's what he feels right now. Yeah, and I think he felt I, that he I, had much more, much more than that six. Oh, and, and come on, like he did. Like mm -hmm. he TQ'd the first round. He was up there in qualifying. He won his semi. He did everything up to the main where kind of how he should have. He he lacked pace. Let's be honest. He lacked a bit pace in the main. But sixth isn't sort of what he deserved to be at. Mm -hmm. And sixth isn't where def he, he definitely wouldn't have wanted to be at sixth. Yeah, I would so, agree with you there. Un unfortunate for him. And I, the way he has approached this year has been amazing. So that's very unfortunate for him. Because in my opinion, he has the right attitude. He has the right goals in mind. And he sort of he's doing everything right. The results just really aren't there. I mean, I, I mean, I've been going at the techno car for a long time. I don't know if that's that's it's just that, but I wish they did. I, I think it. I'll tell you what I think it is. Else. I think, and I think it's gonna come up. It, we'll talk about it in our tire conversation because I think it's something to do with that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I think another, another, we'll talk about I that mean, in a bit. Yeah, and that's nothing that. He's told me or anything like that. That's just what I'm observing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but yeah, he would definitely want better than that. Better than that. Um, Seth and Daniel, we talked about Spencer Rivkin. Um, I would surprised, have to say to be surprised because he was like yeah. a non-factor all for me, for me personally, was a non-factor all week. Like I heard his name, but I didn't hear his name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were struggling to get into these mains. Like they were like, there might not be an associated truck in truck in the main and he made it but he was a non-factor in, in 11th and he didn't even finish his race good result for spencer not a win not a top three he's had plenty of top threes over the last year he wants to win but I, I think he he leaves after dnc his horrible his dnc that he had i think a fourth yeah he leaves with that he leaves with that somewhat happy he would want he would probably think he would want more yeah but i think after the weekend that he had fourth is good for him yeah. yeah, I mean, this has sort of been Spencer's MO, like suck at qualifying and then have a good main ending up. Like DNC last year, he he qualified in the B and then made the main, and then finished fourth, finished battling with Danny. Third. Oh, third? Okay, sorry. But battling with Danny at the end for third and then ended up getting it. Like, this has been sort of Spencer's MO for a while. He needs to get comfortable with the car. Long mains, he can execute the car how it can be. But you know what yeah, I think, fourth, Max. You know what I think, Max. I know how much is Rip like Richard does a helps model. I know he does his own work and all that stuff. But I've noticed Richard is stopped racing a lot, and I think that Richard not racing not is might have. I don't know. Think call me word. I don't know, but that's his mechanic. And I thought I don't know. I I don't know. I just noticed that. Richard hasn't raced a lot because he didn't race DNC. He, he didn't race this. I think he raced it. Uh, I don't know race it to anyone. I don't know. But fourth, uh, I think Spencer's happy with case. fourth. Spencer's happy with fourth. He's going to be happy, is with, happy fourth. with fourth. Yes, but if I was AE, I wouldn't be happy with fourth. Yeah, like not Spencer, with TLR like, coming first. Yeah, and, and, and like, let's be honest. 
Spencer isn't a 10-scale guy trying out 8-scale anymore. He's a two-time no. Roar National Champion in Buggy. He's a guy who should be, every time he goes out on track, be fighting for the win in 8-scale. He's, he's good enough as a driver. He has the best tire, which you're going to talk about in a bit. He should have the best car. I don't think he does. And he has the best engine. He, I think he runs the wrong model, but either way, he has the best <laughs> brand of engine. He has everything he should have to win these races, mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. win Mayfield, which he should do, but he just doesn't. And I think I think there's something to be found there. Um, you think? I think so. I mean, Saxton is great when things are going great, but when things aren't going according to plan, the experience I have with him, talking with like people who he has worked with, like drivers who he has worked with, he isn't very good at sort of adapting at these situations. He like the driver is driver has a lot of work to sort of keep keep up with him. So perhaps Saxton's holding him back. I doubt that. I think Saxton's good. Oh my god. Are you just but, trying to go full on against AE and get like us sued today? No, I mean I I mean I said I doubt that Saxton's the fault of here. I just think okay. But I think I saw... it's just like like okay, let's be honest. It should be Fend and Rivkin out front, not Fend and Mayfield. You know, Fend shouldn't be happy with fourth. Oh, so Rivkin shouldn't be happy with fourth. He should be disappointed with fourth. Like that's what all I, I'm I, saying. I think like, he's as happy as with fourth as as Fend was happy with fourth at DNC. It was like he was just happy to get there. Um, that's what I mean. Okay, okay, like just okay, happy but, to get. I there. mean, Rivkin was eleventh at DNC. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like. There's, in my opinion, Rivkin is just as, as a good of a driver as Fan. Like, okay, he doesn't have that flashy speed, but he's a two-time two tool drive world champion. Fendt two-time national never, champion. Two-time national champion in buggy. Fan has just won his first buggy championship. He has never won any world championships. So it's, it's to me, it's, uh, it's odd that we must assume that Fend is so much better than Rivkin at the moment. Because he doesn't have the results. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Rivkin as a driver is super good. He as his motivation is out there. He's he practices a lot. He has all the tools available for him, but something is just, isn't just clicking. Is it the car? In my opinion it may be, but hard to say. Is it Saxton? In my opinion, no. Saxton is great. If I ever had him as a mechanic, I'd be happy, I think. So I don't think it's Saxton. Is Barry a bit better than Saxton? I don't know. I mean, my opinion, maybe yes. But these guys can talk it out themselves. I don't know. They can, <laughs> they can handle like, between I'm not two. saying anything anymore. I'm not saying anything anymore. I don't know. But, I don't think it's anything to do with those guys. I think it's just... But, I mean, um, then what is it then? Because it, it is in the tires. It is in the engine. It's either the car, the mechanic, or the driver. In my opinion, it isn't the car. Oh, it, it isn't the driver. 
and it is in Saxton. So it's got to so be the car. Is it, is, it, is it just the car then? Like, if if I was looking at this and going full savage, I'd be going, it is the car. But I'm trying to remain objective here and saying, like, it's not the car. But the thing is, like, what's weirding me out was, like, I know these guys have tested this car for a while. Like, they first time they tested this front end was already a year ago. And they said they found some found something great. They they tested this early 2021, and they said they found something really good. But Ongaro's results aren't proving it to be very good. DNC didn't prove it to be very good, and these results aren't aren't proving it to be very good. So, what what's the deal here? Like, well, I think they need to work on the car. That's what I think they yeah, need to do. Yeah, because in my opinion, that car, I ran at the end of 2021 was one of the best cars and fastest cars I'd ever run. So why, like, in my opinion, if that new car isn't doing the job for them, they are going backwards. Why is that happening? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right. That's what well, that's, that's, a, that's like my process in my mind. And like, I want to be as fair to associate as possible because I think, like, I really hope all the best for them. And I, I think they when I, my time at there was great and I don't have anything sort of against them. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to sort of, I'm trying to be logical here. And I, I mean, I could, I could be wrong. I, the car could be good. I haven't tried the new car, obviously. But well, if we're going by results, called, it doesn't look like it's good. Yeah, Let's be honest. Exactly. Yeah. So... I mean, it's. I, I get it. I get what you're saying. We've spent enough time on Rivkin. We can't figure out his problems. Let's talk about Mason Fuller and how fucking awesome he is. Yeah. Yeah. Not even 18 years old. I said it today on Facebook. I said, he's no longer knocking at the door. He's kicked that door down and he has entered the building. This, yeah, agreed. this kid, I talked about him. Young man, I talked about him a lot last year. Um, he made that that chassis switch to HB, and I knew it wasn't going to be affected much. I thought it was going to be better right away. But, uh, man, I I mean, we had him picked as our dark horse to do some damage at this race. I would I would say f- third is pretty good for Mason Fuller. Um, congratulations to him yeah. and Team Fuller. I think uh, maybe – I just think it gets back. When these guys get back in that pack and they're, they're racing with everybody in that mid-pack from third – the seventh, it it shows that the, the, the top two guys just kind of pull away. And mm-hmm. I wish he would have got out of that pack earlier and then had some, you know, probably some better tires and more clear ground to chase these guys down. But he didn't. Um, but good job to Mason Fuller. There's his dad right there. Yeah, Nice gentleman. They're great. Great That's result for him. That's the thing great about result. Mason Fuller. There really isn't anything to dislike him about. He's yeah. a great family. He, him, and his younger brother raced together. Mm-hmm. They, they are fair. He's not a driver who takes people out all the time. He's not a guy who like these people aren't people who you. Right, I know what you mean. That is a nice family. They put in a lot of work, hard work. Yeah, and, he, and the kid is fast. Like he's fast. He gets results done. Third at Roar Nats. Nothing spectacular happened. Clean race. Just was better than their guys behind him. Like, yeah. I mean, I was a bit disappointed in a sense for the fact that he had to leave TLR, but 
for the, their sake, this is probably one of the best moves they could have made. Yeah, I think TLR is, messed up letting these guys go. Exactly. I think it's more of a bad on TLR's part for letting them go than for them to leave. And uh, yeah, it's it's hard. To, like I've been a huge fan of them. I I mean I we I spoke to them their dad a lot at DNC mm-hmm. 2018, and uh, I'm a huge fan of these guys. But even objectively, not sort of any fan ideas behind it. Like, come on, this kid is amazing. Like, yeah, I think once he just probably amazing. he's not scared. I think. He's just gotta he just gotta calm down a little bit, maybe not make as much mistakes, but that will come. Yeah. He's just yeah, gotta get I mean, up and be able to race with these guys. I think if he could get up and get with these guys, he can beat them. He can be sure that he yeah, can beat them. He just needs a chance exactly. to get up there with them. And like it's crazy how going into this event, we were like, realistically, this is the guy who can challenge Fender Mayfield. And he freaking did. He yeah. He did all of our, all of the things we expected. He didn't obviously win, which we sort of were like, okay, he could win. But this is realistically the best he could have done. And he did it. He did all of that. And he fought for it. And yeah, I mean, yeah. just <laughs> what can you say negative about opinion. it? Yeah. The only negative thing <laughs> you can say is he didn't win. Yeah. And even that is like, okay, he has time. Like, yeah, he's not even 18, I don't think, or going 18. Incredible. Well done, Team Fuller. Yeah. Well done to Caden, too. Caden had a good weekend, just getting back in the groove of things. This was funny. I think this was uh, Lutz on top of Tebow. Oh, my. I, right now, I oh, know, wow. like, that's, yeah, that's just, like, yeah. going from, like, that. you saw that that wiggle of the wheels? That's that frustration, like, get the fuck off me. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, I've been there. Um, unfortunate for Tebow. I just I just feel for him on this one because I, th- I know he wanted this bad. All right, well, let's get to your favorite, your guy of the of the day that you really fell in love with, and now who's not your swinging from, Ryan Mayfield. You love yeah. Ryan Mayfield right now. I mean, I've always liked him. I've tried. You to like him when he doesn't win. Him. That's what I don't understand about you. He wins, and you're like, oh. no, no. The thing, the thing is, like, because when he wins, everyone hates him. So I gotta be like, like, sort of appealing to the audience. <laughs> when he doesn't win, I gotta be like, okay, like let let's let's freaking be serious about this. This is a guy who, like, he's he just raced. Like he doesn't care about none of the bullshit. He wants to go out on track. No headphones, no nothing. Just uh, race and have fun. Drew gave more like four point eight pit stop too. Did you see that? Oh my gosh. Yeah, like Drew is pretty badass. And yeah. pitting. I mean, okay, oh. Mayfield didn't get this one. Finish second again. Like he could have on, though. Like, he could have won he, this. Yeah, like he wasn't that far, but he was four seconds away. He had the lead for a few times. Fan definitely tried to give it to him a few times. Yeah, but that's just regular fan. But like I think people sort of I don't know if it just me if I'm just projecting a bit, but I think the way I feel is Mayfield is sort of given this oh he should always win tag. But he wins because he's good. He doesn't win because he's given anything, you know? No, he works for and it. And he works for it every time. This time he worked for it. It wasn't it was just not enough, but he was still close. And the attitude he has towards racing, the way he sets up his cars, the way he runs his race program, he thinks about everything. He seems like a guy who doesn't care about stuff, but he really does. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's hard to say anything negative about him because he's wins almost every race. So finishing second once isn't that big of a finishing deal. second and almost winning the race. It's exactly this is I wanted it to be a close. I mean, yeah, Fen got him at the end. But I didn't want this to be a runaway. I wanted this yeah. to be a good battle. I but mean, he got in front and he gave it though. away. Like, this is a track which is exact opposite of what Mugen's good at. Slow speed, 180s, low grip, jumps that are very technical. So this is exactly like a track where you need to square up a lot. Everything about this track just screams like Mugen sucks, you know? <laughs> that that <laughs> sucked just now. Yeah, but I mean, he still finished second, uh, and uh, everything about this track, except for sort of the rear end about TLR, screams it's and the bumps of this track, obviously, screams that TLR and Seahub cars are good. Like, if this was flat track, I'd be like, okay, Mayfield has no chance. The bumps helping a bit, but either way, look how fast he is catching up to Fen right here, like you know, yeah. But I mean, the, the the thing is, like, every time Mayfield catches up the fend, I know it's just, him. It's just him, you know. But when other drivers do good, I can see like, okay, the car is doing good things. But with Mayfield, I know the cars every corner it's fighting against him because this isn't the track that Mayfield's and his car isn't made for, you know. Because at DNC, I see like, okay, perfect, everything works. Like car, driver, everything works. I I'm not gonna lie, I thought it was over at that point. I, I mean, like, oh, I was, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that Mayfield didn't take off at this point. But yeah, I thought so too. I think yeah. he he flipped off. Uh, he even went off the track or something. Yeah, great race, man. I we talked enough about Fan. Congrats. I said, you know what, man. I think second. Should I fan. have I have I properly addressed the Barry Baker situation now? Should I just should I do it now? Yes, let's address your feud with Barry Baker. Okay, I am. I have an apology to Barry Baker. I I underestimated you and uh, Dakota Fend for the 2022 Raw I think this track suited you, or Fend rather, and your your guys's car very well, and you guys pulled it off in a rather dominating fashion. Well, they swept everything. Yeah. And uh, I gotta, junior. I gotta give it to you. You guys did a good job, and I underestimated that. So I, I want, you know I want to do a but. I want to do a but. And you but know what? I'm gonna, I, okay. I'll do that another day. I'll save the but for another day. You know what I'm gonna say? The Nats, we under underestimated Fender TLR this race, and they did well. The track, I think, the track, sort of, the bumps aren't fence nemesis. Bumps in corners are fence nemesis. And I think that's something I got to look in my analysis going forwards. Sort of. <laughs> Max is going to be studying film from here. The next <laughs> no, 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 no. But I mean, that, I mean, that's a good realization though. And I think if, if Bobby, I mean, Bobby's, uh, Barry, Barry's going to like hear this, obviously, because he, Oh, he's he going to hear this. All of this. He's going to hear this. So Barry, Barry's going to listen to this. So I think going forward, it's, you have proven that the car works when you can ride the bumps straight on. You don't have to corner over them. Like all the bumps here are in 180s where you have low speed. You can just steer the car and then go on throttle. 
and uh, you can if their bombs are in straightaways, you can just ride over them straight on. I think you you have now proven that the car is capable, and Dakota definitely is capable of handling these situations. But when it's like the NC where you have to carry on speed and go over bumps, in my opinion, in my estimation, I haven't seen pictures of the cars. So if there's something drastic changes, I'm I should be allowed to change my opinion. But if the car is like it looks like right now, squirmy rear end, low grip rear end, the car is floating over everything, which is still the positive offset Mugen hub, and semi long rear arm not fully hp rear arm in my opinion you still have a few blind spots but i'll be more careful of of going <laughs> so hard as i did after the nc i think Jesus. i think barry has proved they can win world champs and uh, on different stuff tracks because fan was the favorite last year in my opinion last year was more of a driving error this year car looked good he looked good everything looked fine Cavalry you know looked disappointing. What's going yes, on with him? He didn't make but, it. He didn't make it. But like, I don't think Barry's really focused on Cavalry. I think so that's tires. I think that's tires. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. With so okay, I'll but finish on, on with finished. Barry. I, I'll finish on with Barry and let's go on to tires. Okay. I I'll think, do my last. I point. think. I don't like. I'm not still letting Barry and Dakota off the hook though. They'll still be like they still need to prove it on other tracks, but I, I'll I'll have sort of a a timeout for you guys. I'll be I'll be going easier on you on the future. Oh my god, you just like comp like complimented and said sorry and then got yourself right back into the snake pit. I'm gonna say this: congratulations <laughs> to Horizon TLR. Congratulations oh, to Fend and his wife. Congratulations to Barry Baker. I know how much work he's put and how much belief he has in fan thomas tran donford uh brent densford of ultimate i know they just came on but hey great for him two national championships yeah. and you know what all tlr fans and supporters of tlr dakota fan and horizon shoot me a message for my paypal because you can drop me off a percent of the contingency because i did not pick him <laughs> i played the rules i did not pick him so you can send me my little percentage you know my two or three dollars that uh yeah. i get for my contribution my contribution to helping dakota fan win the raw nationals by not picking yeah, i want to i want to say it aloud too congrats to the barry and, and dakota and their their peers too for the win it's it's uh they did well and i have nothing yeah. against that they they did a really good job here all right so on to another topic that i wanted to bring up and that was tires so if you look at the top five we have JC, hold on, is this, okay, this is, okay, so in the top, in your A final, you had Dakota Fan JC, Ryan Mayfield JC, Mason Fuller JC, Spencer Rifkin JC, Seth Van Dalen JC, Tebow aka Bornhorse JC, Pavitas Hot Race, Rose Hot Race, Lutz aka Ogden Hot Race, Ty Hot Race. Not a pro-line tire in sight. Mm-hmm. How, look, like, would you ever yeah, imagine a day no. when you see a raw Nats with all the pro-line tire in there? Well, that is, that, to my, like, when I hear that, I'm just, like, my brain doesn't know how to handle it because I remember a time in uh, 2015, 16, 14, 15, 16, perhaps even 17, where 
if you ran on an abrasive track and you didn't have proline, you were instantly two tenths back. Instantly. Because I remember trying, like, we ran AKS at the time. Uh, we tried a few other brands at the time, but every time I put on a proline set of tires, I was three tenths to five tenths faster per lap. Like, my average just stepped up a lot. When I was running JC, I was a bit happier than with AK at the time. Um, but even then, the abrasive tracks and sort of tracks where you need to run long mains, dry track, like this one actually mostly is. But like their new tire that re they released, JC is, is working amazing. Uh, can't remember the name. It's who, who are we talking about? J Concepts or Proline? J Concepts. J Concepts. Recon. 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 Exactly. Yeah. That tire seems to look work wonders. Lots right. of traction. Well, let's be let's be let's be let's just let's just be honest here. J Concepts is the dumb, the number one tire company in RC right now. It's without a doubt. Oh. We have all of them. They win okay. indoors down southeast. They're winning at DNC. They're winning at the nationals on a whole different type of track. Like I know that they have really good drivers, but they're doing well on a regional level and all that stuff yeah. as well. The, and then the hot only race, issue, then the only just, issue just, with J Concepts is the fact that I don't know of any driver in Europe who runs them. And we're not all talking the about drivers Europe. I know who runs J Concepts isn't aren't doing very good and they don't really like the J concept tires. So that's, oh, guess what? that's sort of the only thing against J concepts. And that's why I'm sort of not putting the number one in the world. Okay. In America, well, in, in America, one, 100%. okay. Yeah. Sorry. I should say that. Um, yeah. it's also just like they weren't really seen on the West coast, but Adam Drake's changed that now, but I oh, mean, 100%. you can't, you can't compete with this. I think just right now that when I was talking about Tebow earlier, I just think like, Hot race is like is below. It's double like no. It's no offense to hot race guys in America though. They're below J concepts, but they're coming. You know what I mean? They're still there. I don't think they have. Yeah, yeah. You know they're they're they're, they're not too far below, but they're below. And then AKA in my opinion is down below. And I think Proline, while they still have tires, good tires and stuff like that, they're just not. Their racing program doesn't see. I mean, I think I think Aiden runs for them. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're gone. I do. Yeah. But I I, mean, I just think. <laughs> I think no. I think, I think you want my honest opinion, man. I just think AKA hasn't changed since Benny B was running them, and I think the same issues still come up. And I just think like J Concepts and the development, their compound development and tread development is just giving these guys next level I gotta a, be a better honest. advantage. I'll the, be honest with you. That's what I think. The the first race I ever ran with J Concepts in 2018 at DNC, at that race, those tires were good. Like yeah. 100% a lot better than AK was at the time. So the fact the sort of J Concepts is not good at West Coast argument has been... It's over. It, sh it should have been thrown out the window in 2017. Because if you're looking at DNC wins, Hot Race is the only brand who has won the race, and that was David in 2020. Every other year, it's been Jay Concepts and Mayfield. Okay, Tessman won it before. He won it with Proline, but that was way, way back. Proline has been good at times, but Jay Concepts is sort of the only brand who has kept up. Because Ron yeah, and Grown. 
Ruana works a lot. Proline just got bought by Horizon. AKA has almost gone bankrupt a few times. They fired their one of the main guys, Pavides. Hot Race and J Concepts are the, in my sort of view, the only big brands that work to make the tires better. And it's not a surprise that those two brands are looking the best at the moment. So my question to you is, for guys like a, a Tebow and a Lutz, like remember Tebow went to Proline, came back to AKA. I know he likes what he likes. And I know, do you think, do you think if Tebow's on J Concepts Robo on this track, he wins this race? Oh, no, 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 not at all. You don't? I think, no, 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 I think, I don't think so. Because the thing about AKA is those tires are never bad. Right. But those tires are a tire you need to know what they do and drive the car and have the car to suit the tires. Where J Concepts, no matter the car you have, you can see here, it's it's a fend car first, which is a pillow ball with a weird rear end. Then you have a pillow ball car with a pillow ball rear end. Then you have a HP. Then you have an associated with a weird front end with a pillow ball. And a Mugen style rear end, and then you have uh, a Techno. So all of the cars are very different. AKA needs a car where you can push the car so that it doesn't sort of catch a lot mm -hmm. on the side. Because AKA tires don't don't have a lot of give, where J Concept tires you might even have a lot more give. You can push the car a lot harder, still have grip, and still have the similar corner corner speed. Whereas AKA, you have the a bit more careful, uh, follow the sort of side tracks that they have. Proline, I have never driven as, as much as so that I know how they handle, but they have generally just been good tires all around. But I think that that has gone a bit because I don't see that anymore. I don't, the results they have, I don't see that. I, I don't hear people talking about it that much. So, Mm -hmm. I think Proline is just sort of dropped back a bit. I, I, I don't like... It's hard, it's AKA, hard to say. The thing about AKA that really annoys me is that they had the best, best tires at one point. They had the tires who were so much better than other tires on especially tracks like this one, at the Roar Nats. But they sort of, in my opinion, they sort of went back. They, they didn't stay still. They, in my opinion, the compounds got worse. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't, if that's bad. I don't know, I don't know what, what actually happened, but that's yeah. what I got feeling about it. I just feel like I feel like at at, at SIC he was you know he kind of needed better tires like the AK. Oh yeah, but I mean I'm not saying that the AK is a okay. I'm not saying he would have won this, but I just I don't know, man. I just think like if you but look the at thing about. The thing about indoor racing is indoor racing is different. Indoor racing is yeah, all about I know. tires. This track shouldn't be all about tires. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It was good, but I don't know. I, it's it's a conundrum. But J Concepts is it's hard to argue the dominance of J Concepts in America right now. And mm -hmm. it's yeah. any uh, tire companies have a, a lot of work to do. And 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 they were telling like the hot race guys were cutting up tires and making like diamonds out of them too, like the recon similar. 
I love how I love this trend of like when someone drills holes in the wing or when someone makes a body that's cab backwards. Like people just follow and then they think it's better, even though they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Dude, I would not have um, wanted me to be the one that was gluing up tires at this race, like cutting yeah. tires and gluing them up. Like I don't like the ghost pin thing. Yeah, f- fine, looks cool. But that's not why your tires are sucking. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like if you look at these guys' packages, like Tebow right now is at. The, I'm using Tebow because you know he, we think that is probably at, mm-hmm. you know, he's trying to do. And I think at some point maybe he's just gonna have to say, I'm gonna have to try a different tire package or something. You know what I mean? And yeah, the issue I have is just that now that AKA and uh, Proline is sort of around, owned by Horizon. Mm-hmm. I don't see them. I don't see them doing anything anymore. Like that's I don't what a lot of them, people say, but they just came up with yeah. another tire. So like I don't know. X yeah, shot or whatever coming it's out coming out with another tire isn't impressive. Coming out with another good tire is impressive. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Everyone almost heard at near the end of the main. I think that was uh, Mike Suntag fueling up. Dakota fan we had seen at one of the points when Mayfield got in the front, he made some mistakes and. He even said, oh, I made some stu-. You can see Mayfield was frustrated with himself with the silly mistakes he made. All right. Well, I think that's it, Max. All in all, great Nats. I enjoyed it. Um, they had a great viewership. Lots of people watching online, which was good. And great job by Live RC. Again, they looked like they got the new cameras. Good job by the camera. And they didn't have Scotty. I really did like Tyler Hooks and the guy, uh, Ben Ellis, I think his name is. Um... I thought it was just good. Like, I, I mean, the, the feed didn't go down. I was happy. You know, it was on YouTube. It was on Facebook. I watched it. I binged it all week, all weekend. That was on all weekend. I told my wife, don't bother me. I'm watching this. Don't ask me to turn it down. Don't ask me to turn it off. I don't care. It's not going off. And it did it. It was on the entire week, weekend. So I enjoyed it. I love the Nats. I wish I was there. Congratulations to Tim Lime. Once again, congratulations to... Oh, by the way, TLR did sweep this, so they won. Uh, congratulations to Tater. Even though there was not a big junior class. Okay, 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 okay. We'll get on this, and then we go. There wasn't a big junior class. They decided to do it the regular way, so they took the like top juniors that qualified. Wow. So it was That's only good. about eight or seven. They do this every year, so it was like under 15. Mm. It, was, it wasn't too much. Tater Sontag won it by a lot. I believe. Um, and then the 40 plus class, which I was worried that Eclip, <laughs> we could have had Eclip as a 40 plus national champion, God. the first ever. Thank he was God out there, he Barry was in Baker, the main. And I was like, you won it. If, if Eclip would have won the 40 plus national, first ever 40 plus national, raw national main, we would have never heard the end of it. With this, I did not like it at first, but I do like it now because I know they have a separate Euros for 40 plus over in Europe, right? No, but I think I think the thing is... They do. They have a separate 40 plus yeah, Euros. Yes, but the thing is, don't do it at the same race. Well, That's the thing is, people can't... There's, Max, do you know how many... They can't do a 40 plus race outside of this race because nobody would attend it. Nobody goes to the damn ENATs. So I will say this. I am. I've turned into. Oh, that was oh, 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 Mason. Wow. Was that Mason Fuller? Yes. Yeah, Fuller and Rivkin. Yeah, they were battling. I think if yeah, if Fuller could have got away from Rivkin already, the, for minutes, many minutes, like five yeah. minutes. I think if Fuller could have got away from from Rivkin earlier, 
they would have he would have been a little he would have he would have mounted a charge so look i've changed yeah, my tune on the 40 plus right. i've changed but my I, tune I, on the, the 40 is, plus i wish that don let me finish let me finish i the only thing that i wish would have happened i wish i saw a lot of the 40 plus guys that i think should have raced it like sicarello Winkle motor um i wish saxton would have ran it I wish if if we're gonna have this forty plus thing, I wish that the fast forty plus. I wish Greg Nagani would even go to this race. So I wish that they. I hope next year that it does grow and people go to it. I know you don't want it, but they cannot do it at a separate race. Nobody will go to it. No, but why? Why can't they? Like no. America has races where there's like hundreds of entries. Because He's nobody goes because the Enats had fifty entries last. Fifty people attended last year, and they were only okay. get. Well, then Don't there's a, here's a, okay, here's, here's a good, like charge it's not, it's not that, it's not that, it's not that. What is it? It's then? just people don't want to go, like nobody, like the people that race, I feel that the people that race, it depends where you put it. I think the ENATS will be up the Northeast this year, and it will, I think it will get well attended. I think the people of that race, E-Buggy, really like races that have classes, more of a hobby-ist type of thing. But when I talk about that, we're talking about 40 plus I do not think it's viable to have a separate 40 plus nationals at a different track. No, to, because then one of these races would suffer. So this either this race would suffer or the 40 plus race would suffer. So I'm, I'm fine with having it at this race at a limited, like just have a limit, a capped entry. Okay, we're gonna have a 40 plus race. There's only gonna be 60 entries, boom. I But I hope that the fast 40 plus guys go see it but then again if if 40 plus pays the bills like everybody says then maybe there is enough people to have a 40 plus early nationals that's the thing i don't think there's any ever going to be a separate junior nationals because that's not going to happen there's not enough but juniors like 50 percent of the people who run rc are 40 plus <laughs> I, I like at this point it feels like it so let's just like have a 40 plus roar nats at like thunder rally you're gonna have like 200 entries yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, so don't like the issue with Roy. I'll do it truggy and buggy. They, yeah, yeah, you can do both, obviously. But the issue with Roy is they do races at very silly venues. Okay, all all sort of credit to the venues. They do they races do that, that, that want to take their races. That's what happens. Yeah. They don't really have they a do, choice they, anymore. They do add it at venues which people don't really go to naturally. They have a like 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 LCRC last year was a good. But guess they what? A, a lot of people go to LCRC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has but a good that race was, that was attendance. A, that was a, that was a good sort of war nets, but the oftentimes war takes like e nets like they did this at a ten scale track in Florida. Yeah, like, because nobody else would do it. Team. Yeah, exactly, and that's the issue. Like, roar needs to make this, uh, like appliance of this race more available. Like, in Europe. 40 plus euros have like 100 entries and that's yeah well for only just nitro buggy i think that raw needs to work on getting tracks that want to bid on their races that's their yeah. issue right now in, in so. europe these tracks want to hold races and like a lot of times well, there's so many tracks that you have to choose yeah and efra efra sucks but it's still a lot better than Roar. <laughs> it's 1000 percent better than raw yeah i'm hearing some rumblings about stuff people just I know we heard this at every nationals, but I'm hearing there's some rumblings that like a lot of top pros and, and manufacturers are just fed up with raw 
and there might be a push to start yeah. a whole another organization. I've but, been I've been so savage on this podcast. I'm not gonna start again. But yeah, uh, we're near the Come end. On. We're like, near the end. No, we're, nothing, we're at the end. Of gonna this. happen. Not no until they get a new organization. Yeah. No, no matter what these manufacturers say, they will never do anything to grow RC. They will keep doing what what's going on around them, and that's it. And you know what? When when things grow. And then they see, okay, that's a good market opportunity. Then they'll attach to it, but they will never take initiative. Never, ever. If they ever do, I'm going to be very surprised. Well, you know what? We're going to wrap up this podcast as Dakota Fan wraps up his 60-minute final. We can no longer say that Dakota Fan is just a, well, I never said that. He's just a five-minute racer. I mean... He has won. Yeah, he isn't. Six, he isn't. Six, that was a silly argument from the start, in my opinion. In my opinion, Dakota Vendo is this racer who made a lot of mistakes. Well, he didn't. He made mistakes in this main, but he he didn't. You know, he he was fast enough to win. Congratulations to him. Big monkey off his back. Uh, oh, great for win sure. for TLR. TLR needed this after an abysmal DNC. And yeah, good job to him, man. There he is. Happy. I would be incredibly happy watch this though i think where's rifkin i think rifkin doesn't even let's see because you know there's there's a beef there there's definitely a beef there there's barry is so elated i know how you feel lots saying yeah. what's up Go, Seth and Dalen walking off. i i've been i've been way too i've been going way too hard on barry i think but i'll still keep going hard on him because i think this has fueled him up even more seeing his text to you i mean <laughs> I'm I'm just I think I'm fueling Barry to get these wins, so I, I'm gonna keep going. But I I give credit this time; they dominated this weekend. Yeah, man, it was great. I loved it. Uh, thank you to Tim Lime. Thank you to everybody that went. Thank you to Live RC for bringing us great coverage. Uh, I love the Nationals. I love them. I, I thoroughly enjoyed them this year. Anyway, Max, it was a bit I think weird that's it. When it was this early, but I mean, it was still fun. Yeah, good. it's fun. Just a lot of racing because now we got. So as for me, everybody, I am off to RCGP this Wednesday. I fly into Miami and rent a car. This is like old school. This is what I used to do back in like 2018. Rent a car, drive up to Orlando. I'm driving up to Daytona, meeting my buddy, and dropping the car off. Then we're going up, and then I'll be at RCGP. I'll be doing – I don't think I'll be doing any podcasts. I'm just going to be doing um, like videos, walkabouts, laps, and then I'll probably be up in a booth with Nick or whatever – job i'm good at uh at rcgp uh, i implore guys remember uh there is a pay-per-view for it it's 50 it's 14.99 i'm not even asking people to go for the 100 thing or commit to a year i want you guys to commit to just this one event which is happening this weekend you get to watch you get to watch some great racing you get to watch a show i'm going to be doing some behind the scenes stuff like i want to show people like media day and all that type of stuff so if you guys want to support rcgp i know a lot of people are against it that's fine but yeah pay that 14.99 if you don't think it's worth it then you can drop it after that or you can just pay the 14.99 when it's time for the races to come about you know every little bit helps i'll continue to pay my 14.99 out of the year to help because i hope it brings uh coverage of euros warm-up and world's warm-up and possibly ams so i'm looking forward to that RCGP doesn't have, like, it ain't going to have Angaro, and, you know, it doesn't look like Infinity is going to field a, a full team. And, like, I was kind of disappointed that Kanas or Boots didn't come, but 
it is what it is. We're going to race. It's the most Americans that's ever been in an RCGP race. It's actually more Americans than Europeans. So that's a good thing. Uh, the RC, the people that are doing it, the track looks good. I've seen a car go around the track. It's, it looks great. It looks, everything looks easy. Um, and yeah, I can't wait. So check it out. It, the people that are behind RCGP are putting a lot of work, a lot of effort. And they'd appreciate it if you tune in. And I appreciate it if you tune in because then I have people to talk to while I'm up there bumbling about with Nick and uh, trying to my hand at commentating. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. We've been going for two hours, Max. That's it. Time to go. Everybody, Max, thank you for your time. Thank you guys, everybody, for tuning in. We had a great live last week. Uh, congratulations to everybody that attended the Nationals. Shout out to Tim Lime. I'll see him this weekend. And uh, congratulations once again to the Dakota fan, man, and TLR. Good job. Good freaking job. With that said, I wanted to say my thank yous. Shout out to everybody. Say thank you to the NRC squad around the world. Thank you to the patrons of the podcast. And a big shout out to all of our sponsors, Invisible Speed, TZO 200 Tires, High Tech RC, TNR Fuels, Beach RC, Techno RC, Mayako, JQ Scale Motorsports, G-Spec RC Tuning, Papa Willis Traction Tonic, Racecraft USA, Clinic RC, shout out to RCGP, House of RC, JTP RC, the DR Race Shop and the DR Race Arena, and the Dr. Alex Hagberg. Everybody, this is your Raw Nationals. It was great. We are done talking about it. Max, Nitro's the glory. E-Buggy pays the bills. If you ain't grinding, you're sliding. We're out. Short intro.